When a newsbreaker like Mike Ryan Ruiz says the NBA finals are rigged, I take that seriously. Dude had Messi right years in advance and was the only one saying it. Um, so when he says the NBA finals are rigged, I'm going to take that seriously. And we're going to investigate it right now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fan Levitard Show. The fastest, sorry. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fan Levitard Show podcast, the fastest growing Dan Levitard Show podcast fan YouTube channel. That's right. Fastest growing out there. And today we are taking an honest look. We're vetting the NBA finals to see if they're rigged. So here's what I've got for you, folks. I went totally dark. Zero dark Nathan over here. I have not seen the results of the NBA finals. Totally in the dark. Put my phone on airplane mode, screen recorded, ESPN3 on my computer, and I've got my screen recording pulled up here. No audio, because again, unbiased. We're going to look at this with our own two peepers here, and we're going to see, is this rigged? Because ladies and gentlemen, we know Scott Foster is here, and we know what Scott Foster does. So I've got uh, the game teed up here at the jump here. I also have it teed up on <clears throat> Adobe Premiere with the audio synced with it. So I may go to audio to see what were the people saying when something weird happened, right? What's the narrative the NBA wants us to know and right, see if they are talking truth about what's actually happening on the court or if they're just putting out the narrative the NBA wants. And then we might check out what did Mike Ryan have to say during the game. Although that's risky because I want to go into this totally uh, blind to, to the result. And it's going to be hard to like load up Mike's tweets and scroll to like whatever the first one he tweeted about the game is. So we might have to do Mike's tweets last year. But again, when a newsbreaker like Mike Ryan Ruiz says... The NBA Finals are rigged. I take that seriously. So, let's go ahead, folks. Let's get let's get down to it. So, again, packed. I don't know what's happening here. If everybody's in the stands, but it looks like a pretty full attendance. Here's the jump. All right, number forty-eight. The ref. Okay. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> man, that was a really unfair tip right from the start. I can't believe Bam was able to get that that was clearly like not straight at all so butler's got the ball here Ooh. okay gabe vincent miss on the first possession this is just going to be riveting stuff for the podcast audience here so far i was not a fan of that jump ball thought the ref really put it over on Jokic's side there uh, murray okay kick out Pff, porter jr Dude's trash. Travel? Uh, did we just totally miss that absolute travel there? I mean, talk about an incredible Euro step. There you go, bam. I mean, can we get an and one, maybe? I mean, taking the body there? What? You're just supposed to absorb contact, I guess, and finish. Okay, Butler, I mean, sorry. Silence here. I'm watching the watching. The, oh, ooh, that. How about that elbow? The Jokic just putting his elbow into Bam. 
Good tip, bam, good tip. Okay. I mean, right now I've got Jokic should have, I think, two fouls because I think that's who uh, Bam went into. Oh, I mean, Bam, you got You just got to keep going into him there. Uh, Miami up two, 10 minutes, 30 seconds here. Set up the offense, Gabe. Hey, I wonder, Tyler Hero, looks like, is he? Uh, nope, Tyler Hero's on the bench. I can see his outfit there, although... He's not a distraction with what he's wearing. It's pretty straightforward outfit. Ooh, good, good purse. Oh, bam. Come on. Take it up into him. Not liking the threes. Oh, Struce. Struce let the ball get loose. Although, I mean, I'm tempted to rewind that just a little bit to see. Nah, I won't rewind it. Eric Spoolstra's nervous. You can tell. I don't know if Struess was fouled on that when he couldn't corral that rebound because usually he comes up with that. But right now I've got three fouls should be called on Jokic. A travel. What, would they just three in the key? What? How can there be a three in the key? Kevin Love's not even standing in the key. What? Oh, my gosh. This is... Yeah, I mean, we're not even three minutes into this, everybody, and we can see what the refs are doing. It's, let's see, who's in the key here? What, one, two, two and a half, uh, no, not three. I did not get to three there. Okay, CP, uh-uh. I, it, to me, it looked like you look, oh my gosh. Did you see that? Like there's Denver Nuggets, Christian Brown, Braun is on the court. That should be a T six on the court. So there's a missed tech. He stepped onto the court. Like, I'm pretty sure you're, you're just not allowed to do that. Oh wow. A block. So it's six to two Nuggets right now. And yeah, I got to remember to fill space and not just watch. Let's see. I, I, to me, Kevin's there and I don't, I mean, Aaron Gordon's just out of control. He doesn't, I mean, does he even have the ball? I'm not seeing it. This is, I mean, this is pretty obvious. Like I think Mike Ryan's onto something here. Okay. See ball. Don't lie. Refs can do what they want but the ball don't lie. Real hoopers, no. So we're at 8 minutes, 41 seconds here. Jamal Murray, Mike Malone, cutting it up. I mean, he's probably talking about how to get the refs some calls. I feel like they need to do that. I mean, it's been pretty easy. Has Miami even gotten, has there even been one foul call on Denver right now? Again, Jokic should already have three. He should be out of the game. He should have one turnover for a travel. Come on, come on. Okay, good. Ooh, that's a good pass, Jimmy. There you go, Caleb. It's clear, plain as day. Like, I don't know what you're looking at if you think this is a evenly officiated game. It's obvious who the NBA wants to win. They want uh, Jokic clearly to get that championship to affirm him as one of the greatest players of all time. I don't know why they want to hate on the Jimmy Butler story. That looked like a travel to me by Jamal Murray. Uh, I think if you run that back easily three steps. So again, another, like, again, Denver should only have like two or three points right now. Um, let's see. Watching, how, 
how many seconds is Jokic in the key there? Jokic has not left the key. One, two, like that's a three second on Jokic right there. Mark it, six minutes, Jokic in the key for over three seconds. And yeah, of course, Scott Foster shot clock violation. How about we check the key? How long was Jokic in the key? Let's see. Oh, I mean, are you allowed to tuck the basketball like a football? That feels rather aggressive. They just replayed Jamal Murray and he tucked that ball pretty hard. I'm not sure if you're allowed to do that. Uh, I mean, did Jokic just travel? How's he? Gets his own rebound on the miss. Okay, right now, good. no one's shooting good. Miami, hopefully we can start <clears throat> getting these bad boys down. All right, Jimmy's got the ball. Jimmy's Jimmy's got to be aggressive. It's time to go, Jimmy. You got to get a bucket here. Okay, Struis, little pump fake. Oh, Kevin, K-Love. Ooh, no. Ooh, that, that was clearly off Jokic. I mean, hustle play by Struis. They're just not rewarding Miami for their hustle plays. Let's watch this replay. Oh, wait, of course. They're going to replay Jokic here. I mean, look at him flopping fake, acting like they hit him. Like, please, they're not doing anything to him. Guy's unstoppable. Like, oh, wow. Maybe if he tied his shoes, he wouldn't fall down so much, huh? There's there's a bit of advice. Um, Let's see. I mean, this is probably going to be good for the YouTube audience, right? All right, we're back. Look at this. What what are they showing? It's insinuating that Jokic, uh, what that he got fouled or that he's a little hurt or banged up? Like his ankle didn't even twist or turn. What I'm seeing there is a guy who's intentionally jumping backwards. That's something the NBA needs to look at. Are you allowed to intentionally jump backwards into a player and use your force like that? Jimmy Butler, two points, thirteen, eighteen, less than two in the first quarter here um just really really bad officiating and again this is going to be a fantastic podcast um but if you're on the youtube channel i'm, I'm sure this is oh christian brown that's i that had to dribble out i mean what's the deal with his shoes too the browns have the same shoes is that's got to be intentional right okay good board by jimmy you really had to fight for that okay all right, Jimmy's Jimmy's feeling it. Is he uh, two for two? But I mean, KCP's got hands on him. No, that should be an and one. KCP had hands all up on him, right? That wasn't chest to chest. That was hands pushing him. Jimmy goes in, creates the contact, and if that's Jokic, that's an and one, or Jamal Murray, that's an and one. But again, is it one foul call? How's Jokic able to? save that ball in the corner the zeller minutes wow i just really he was going in so the warm-up actually is what's important kyle lowry in the game there good little ooh, ooh. i mean i'm not sure if bruce brown hit him there Ooh, kyle lowry with the bank and now we're all tied up 18 18 folks despite the atrocious refing here in the first quarter and kyle lowry big smile on his face because he knows it he knows the refing has been bad and it's incredible that the team is still in this game. Zeller, no, 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 no. Really? All Jokic did, same thing. I mean, all he does is dribble in and what? He just, probably because he's unathletic that it looks like he's getting fouled there. And then, pff, wow, this, 
Jokic foul here on Cody Zeller. Yeah, don't replay that. We'll replay the Kyle Lowry bank to insinuate that that's luck and that Miami's been gifted three points here. Ooh, Duncan Robinson checks into the game here. I mean, this is, again, I'm going to have to agree with Mike Ryan from everything I've seen. Blatant, awful, terrible. How, like, Miami's had plenty of contact on plays that haven't been called. If he's going to go, he just bumps into Zeller. Like, give Zeller a break. He's just standing there. That whole thing was initiated by him. And now look what uh, Zeller's just getting. Jokic is pushing him, got an arm on him. Look at him push. He just pushed Zeller and nothing, no call. I mean, same amount of contact, but what? It's Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller doesn't get the call. Oh, okay, there we go. Yes, thank you, Jimmy Butler fouled. He's going, how is he not? But look, look at this. He's not going, let's see. He's not going into a shooting motion. I mean, yeah. He sh- he's shooting. K-Roy didn't foul him. KCP's all over him, bro. You didn't even know he was there. I mean, there's 2.3 seconds left. What do you think Jimmy's doing? And there's 0.4 on the shot clock. He's not shooting. Here's So two points that Miami should be getting at the line. Let's see if Jimmy... Oh, Jimmy Butler, is this a playoff, Jimmy, ladies and gentlemen? 21-20, Miami Heat take the first quarter. Despite Jokic, or Jokic should have four fouls by my count, a turnover. He's been gifted some points there with some really weak foul calls here. The refing is atrocious. There we go. Jokic went to the locker room there. Coming out, please. The narrative there should look at that buffet. You see that buffet? Like, are players really getting at it like that before? Like, you know what? I need to rewind it for that. Oh, look at that. I didn't even know I could do this. Wow. Rewind. Okay, Jokic. There's no limp. Like, the narrative they're trying to put on this. All right, Buffet, what have we got here? Okay, looks like a rice pilaf and maybe a Mediterranean spread, um, which, you know, Serbian food as someone who's, you know, this is something I can actually speak to. Um, Nikola Jokic, Serbian. I, ladies and gentlemen, have been to Bosnia and Croatia. That's right. Uh, So... Very similar, although different, um, kind of the national food of Bosnia, at least. And I know it's popular in Serbia as well as Chavapi. Uh, I think I'm forgetting how to pronounce that correctly, but really good bread, kind of like a, a Kaimak, uh, like a butter sour cream spread and some onions and then some bomb sausages. And that's all it is. Like if, if I was a Bosnian, I'd be hit hard with some serious constipation but it's kind of all that to be said it's kind of mediterranean food and that's the vibes i'm getting from this buffet here that we see i think Jokic didn't go back to the locker room to get his ankle evaluated because of some trying to insinuate he was fouled on that rebound that the refs didn't call anything he went back to get a snack i mean again why do you think he has the figure that he does lacking some definition on his arms here so he definitely went back to get a snack it looks mediterranean that's like a chicken kind of thing there 
rice pilaf, some green beans, eh, some other, like, okay, that looks like a red meat down there in the corner. Uh, is this a salad that we get? Yeah, salad at the very end. Vinaigrette, good choice. Now, what is this? Is this, like, maybe, like, an eggplant parm here or something? Because I'm getting eggplant vibes there. There's cheese. Not quite sure what that is. This is throwing me for a loop, but is this could be like look it okay there's something else you guys see this look what's Jokic doing he is eyeing that buffet look at this why then look why is he wiping his mouth huh if you got evaluated huh look at this guy just probably dove head first into the buffet wipe 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 and here they are playing it i bet if i go what i'm at the 36 minute mark I bet if I go to La Audio, they're going to be talking, wow, Jokic is doing all of this on a hurt ankle. When, ladies and gentlemen, we have the photos of Jimmy Butler's ankle. We know the ankle that he's doing this on. And look at the narrative they're spreading. What's this? What's this in the bottom corner? One lone A cup. But look at the side eye Jokic is giving this. He definitely went back to get, I mean, I think they cut away right here because look, this hand right here, what's this hand doing? This hand is reaching it's re clearly reaching out. Probably just going to take this uh, salad dressing and down it, I imagine. Like, that's why the guy doesn't get tired because right now he's getting, I bet every quarter he puts calories in, right? This guy probably burns a ton of calories, calories in, calories out. Calories in, calories out, right? So, you know what? I'm going to, let's just pull this up right here. Ooh, speed this. Let's see, 36-minute mark here. There we go. Let's see what they're saying here, folks. Yep. They're right ankle. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I bet you will let us know. 42 minutes a game, huh? Yeah. So he's on the bench. Z ah, the Zeller minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, foot reach. See, there it is. Narrative spinning. He's had his Jokic had his foot retape. No, dude, just bro, just refueled with some Mediterranean Serbian fare there. Although this is not good. Jokic is on the bench again. Oh yeah, he's icing it. You know what's in there, guys? Some chivapi, some wrapped up sausage is down in there. And when the camera's off, I'm like, Jokic, you're clear. Boom. Dude's just stuffing pita, pita and meat. Okay. You know what? That was a really suspicious roll off the rim. Jeremy Taché, if you're out there, you need to check if the NBA greased those rims, okay? Because that slipped off real easy. And I wouldn't be surprised if we check those rims if there's some Vaseline on them. Do you think this is going to grow our audience or shrink it, huh? What do you guys think? Leave a five-star review if this episode turned you on or turned you off to the Fan Lebetard Show podcast. Duncan, clean, clean look by Duncan Robinson. Wait, how did, did I miss two points by Denver? I thought it was two, okay, I don't know. I guess I missed two points, or did they just add two points? Did they add two points without just, is it that blatant? thought it was 2828 uh travel travel thank you thank you sorry 
Now, do, do we need to do this anymore? No. So we're calling it. It is blatant. It's 30 to 30 right now. Game is tight, but Jokic should be in foul trouble. They're already spinning this narrative. He's hurt when we all know he's going to get food from the buffet. Watch it. You guys can all go to ESPN3. This game's on demand. I don't even know why I screen record it. I could just be watching it on demand on ESPN3. But I screen record these things because I'm the fastest growing fan YouTube channel for the Dan Levitard Show podcast. Fastest growing on YouTube. So you're going to want to subscribe and all that. All right, folks. back it's a podcast but literally the second after i go and quit watching the shenanigans begin ladies and gentlemen kyle lowry gets fouled by Jokic. what do the announcers say that play is challengeable as if to say Jokic doesn't foul bro only one foul that would be his fifth if they were calling the game how they're supposed to then all these crazy shenanigans. Michael Porter Jr. Oh, he's supposed to get an and one. How about he traveled? Aaron Gordon then gets an and one. How about he traveled too? All Gabe Vincent is doing is trying to get out of the way. And Michael Porter Jr. just, not Michael Porter, Aaron Gordon just barrels into him. And again, he travels too. You see on when he's taking his last step that he can take both of his feet come down on the floor now what that's a travel ladies and gentlemen before the foul again just garbage oh this it's atrocious but anyway i digress maybe i'll jump in and see what happened um congrats shout out to mike ryan being right on messy eh? guess what This wasn't supposed to be our episode. I recorded an episode the other day, 30 minutes something long, 13 minutes of it just reading haters on the Mike Ryan Ruiz with some music, and then I go to edit it, put it all together, and what do I realize? I never turned on my microphone, so lost to the abyss, and I didn't feel like sitting down replicating it, so what did I do? I just stayed up and turned all of that into a short little video that apparently I couldn't do on Instagram because of copyright or whatever, even though I got uh, in the Hall of the Mountain King, which is supposed to be copyright free, but I understand if an artist does it later, like they get copyright on whatever version, but I got it from someone saying this, this version is copyright free, just do this and this, and I did that, and Instagram still takes it down or whatever, but Twitter ain't got that, Wild Wild West out there, um, so... You can see that on Twitter at ShaveStop. You can check out that little video. I enjoyed it. A lot of fun making it. See all the haters get their comeuppance. Um, And again, Mike Ryan Ruiz is right. These boys out here doing the heat dirty. We'll see. I'll probably have to figure out who won and do a closing little cap off at the end of this. But what else did I do in that episode? Well, ladies and gentlemen. I got a breakthrough on who stole the fine bucket. Got a source 
who's on the show, I don't reveal my sources, but had a quick little convo with a source on the show, revealed to me everyone on the show suspects someone behind the scenes. So now, got it narrowed down. It's not a main cast character, but if I run into him, you know, I'm, I'm going to grill him just to do my due diligence and keep it keep it fair. But everyone supposedly suspects a behind-the-scenes person on the show. Big revelation there. I I might have to do some uh, research. Mike Jones is someone that's been mentioned, no longer a part of the show. A little suspicious there. I might have to try to track him down. But a behind-the-scenes person. So we're narrowing the field down. We're gonna we're gonna figure this out and save Metal Arc before this person takes it down by taking all their money. Dan doesn't need this stress. Dan, I see you, bro. I know you're stressed. You got everything's family to you. You don't say it, but I know this is weighing on you. If you were to come on the show and talk about your feelings, I would just hammer you with questions about in your darkest moment what were you thinking when someone who's a part of your show family stole hundreds of dollars from the fine bucket which is sacred uh, so i know it's weighing on you i got you dog i'm gonna solve this from across the country no big deal um what else did i talk about in that episode there was some other things but honestly i can't remember oh you know what i do remember now i was i talked about how you guys big relief for me game three Florida Panthers I was coming already set yesterday to record how I am to blame for the Florida Panthers and their lack of success because honestly one of my favorite things that I enjoy that the Levitard show talks about is hockey because I don't follow it and whenever they talk about it it's at least talked about and done in a way that's funny creative and interesting so I wish honestly they would do more hockey talk even though I'm not a big hockey fan and don't follow it but Having watched it, um, would like to get more into it. Um, but I felt like I was maybe to blame for the Panthers show talks about it. I've become a fan of the Panthers. If I watch hockey, it's Florida Panthers that I'm watching. Um, so over the last couple of years, I've been following them. You know, what do I do? Follow them throughout the season a little bit, check them in, get notifications on the ESPN app. Two years ago, or three years ago. When they lose to Tampa Bay in six, boy, when do I start watching? Games five and six. Those are the games I watch. Things do not go well. Next season, watch them here and there. Keep up. Don't start watching, though, until they make it to the Tampa Bay series. Didn't really watch the first series against what? Blanking on it. I know it's who, what's-his-face plays for, the former Stanley Cup Champions, I keep wanting to say Ottawa Senators, but no, I think it's like the DC Capitals or something like that. But they got out of that round. I didn't really watch that one, and they did good. And then again, I start watching abysmal against Tampa Bay. Abysmal, swept. Then again, this season, don't really start watching. I, just following them in the app for Bruins, Maple Leaves, and Canes. Didn't really watch, sit down and watch any of those games in their entirety. Just followed them in the app. And for a lot of them, didn't even have the ability to watch it. Stanley Cup comes around. I get a TV package so I can make sure I can see everything. And I go in person to game one, right? I feel great first two periods. I'm like, hey, I'm not I'm not the jinx on this team, right? First two periods feels great. Their scoring is 2-2, feels like anybody's game. Then third period rolls around. Oh, yikes. 3-0. 
game one goes. But hey, you you leave that feeling okay because it was a close game, and you're like one bad period, one bad period, whatever. Next game comes around. I got all this game one content that I didn't get as much use out of because I'm on vacation. I didn't want to stay up late. I was gonna do like this fake analysis. I don't know, but didn't do it. Didn't use it. Game two comes around. I got I got to do something. So what do I do? I pull up a video of a great Bob save and put it on YouTube, put it on uh, Instagram with me going, attaboy, Bobby, and I yelled that out a lot. I put it on YouTube as great save by Bobrovsky because I know games going on, it's going to get put in the YouTube algorithm. I'm going to get views, hopefully get some subscribers. What happens? Bob is abysmal. Four goals allowed on 13 shots. And I'm going, did I jinx him? And oh no, I start watching the Panthers again. They do terrible. Sit down, watch game three, abysmal. They get that first goal. Folks, I didn't even see it. I got to the game late. That goal already happened before I could start watching kids. You know, could not. I'm West Coast. I can't put the kids to bed when these games start. Five o'clock, not an option. So get to that game late, miss the goal, start watching, see the equalizer, see the two. Feels rough feels again like the Tampa Bay series, like it's about to be game over. And then Matthew Kachuk rises from the ashes, knocks one in two minutes left, despite some Vegas tanking down, drawing a penalty, kill the power play, and ladies and gentlemen, start a dialogue. Carter Verhage, Verhage, something like that, swaggy calls game in OT another overtime winner for Swaggy and the Florida Panthers 2-1 and now I got a conundrum should I watch game four should I because I don't know if I'm a good thing for the Florida Panthers and I really want them to win but anyway that was one other thing I covered on the show and you know what I think that's going to do it for us. Maybe I'm going to add a nice little tag on to hear about any final thoughts of this heat finals game. We're at, I'm at, I'm currently at 38, 34 after some mad shenanigans, like really the re, the officiating is awful, but Miami maybe needs to be a little bit more aggressive and get some foul calls. We'll see what happens. So the heat lose go down three, one, not a good second half. Honestly, the officiating was okay in the second half. That second quarter, big time shenanigans. Um, you know, I'm calling for the NBA to actually investigate Nikola Jokic's shoes because the whole twisted angle narrative, like dude had to go back to the locker room, which by the way, my but got two theories there. Buffet. Number one, for why he went back. We all saw the food. We saw the side eye he gave. Check it out on YouTube for the podcast, people. Buffet. Number two, there's something weird going on with Nikola Jokic's shoes. Look it up. Nobody kicks the ball that much. Nobody. And if he really needed to go back to the locker room to get it taped up again, how much tape is he using? Is he wearing a shoe that's like three sizes too big so he can be better at kicking balls and he's got to just load his feet up with extra tape and maybe stuff some socks in there to actually fit these shoes and we all buy it because he's huge and a giant so why wouldn't he have huge shoes um 
So something weird is going on if he actually did need to go back to get his feet adjusted. Possibly even does he have some sort of go-go gadget extender in his shoes that allows his shoes to extend and perhaps a malfunction was caused. Like maybe he presses a little bit harder like on his heel and that causes it to pop out a little bit and then he kicks it out, right? Um, that's a possibility there. NBA investigate Nikola Jokic's shoes. Something suspicious is going on there. And <clears throat> apparently I I checked out Mike's Twitter. Seems like he's abandoned the whole rig theory. He's giving the Nuggets their flowers. Perhaps he's putting on a jinx. But Mike, you hear me, bro. Nikola Jokic, he obviously he should have been fouled out in that game. A lot of missed foul calls in that first quarter and that first half. He gets to five. He don't again extend i i agree with mike bam so disappointing out of bam just like finish and be strong but also jimmy take over he just he actually had a good this was his best shooting night but just not the volume he's gotta he's gotta take over and do it more they they need him to go off and sadly it's it's probably too little too late three one this Heat team, I don't think they're good. I mean, they they missed Tyler Hero. Struess, one decent game. That's the game they win. Struess has been awful. Gabe Vincent, awful, awful game out of Gabe Vincent. Both guys terrible. You really wish, hey, does Tyler Hero come back in game five? Like, what are we, what are we waiting for there? It's 3-1. No one's, if you go down now, like, Get him out there. Get him some minutes. Start Duncan Robinson. The guy's been a spark plug every single game. Sit Struce out. Let Struce do the Duncan roll. Um, but here's something that, again, shows me that this game is rigged. Last thing here, folks. You can't hang on the rim, dog. They call BAM for that in goaltending, sure, and that rim gets messed up. And then no one talks about this. I guess old rim adjuster Nikola Jokic thinks he can walk on over and like, oh, the rim, it's crooked. Like, I think I'll just come and grab it on the other side and I'll just hang on the other team's rim for a really long time. I'm going to, what, you're going to adjust it? Like, really? That's how you adjust NBA rims? Like, get out of here. Nobody talks about that. Like, one, that should be a technical. You can't just go and walk over to the other team's rim and hang on it and nothing be called. That's a tech. So that's a point right there for the Heat. You you just can't, you can't do that. And then furthermore, it's messing up a rim that's, we're already questioning its rim. You know, they they focus in on the camera. You see that they're doing the little adjustment. It's all wobbly. We don't ever see that they get that thing perfectly level. And even if they do get it level, you want to tell me that that rim has the same amount of give after one of the largest human beings in the world just hangs on it for several seconds. And again, nothing happens. It's like, ooh, like, look at this. Like, stay away from the other team's rim. And the NBA just allowed it. And nothing happens. Like, honestly, they need to throw this game out. The heat shot by my estimate, 45% after that rim adjustment. I mean, if they go 50%, 55%, game's a lot closer towards the end, down 
down the line there. Um, and are you going to tell me that that percentage is not affected by one of the world's largest human beings just straight up hanging on a rim that's already off? And we're just going to keep playing the game. That rim should have been completely replaced. They should have put an end to the game right then and there, but they still played it. Eric Spolstro, Pat Riley, the Miami Heat, they need to protest this game. We need to start it over from the two-minute mark. We need to start it with a tech and then heat ball, right? That's that's the only thing that's right. Heat ball, two minutes left in the third quarter, technical foul, run it back, new rim, new hoop. It's absurd that they still played that game after the the damage that was done to the rim. Like real hoopers know they those springs are all stretched out. The rims have give. And sure, maybe they did get it level again. But you're gonna tell me that rim and the springs and all that action after all that hanging and bending that we see that that rim had the same give and the players it's like just go out there and keep you shoot at it again. Meanwhile the Nuggets rim is unchanged, unaffected rigged do you need to see anything else that that game was allowed to continue and that Nikola Jokic does not pick up a tech for just hanging on the rim totally rigged and that's gonna do it for me I'm done I don't even know if I can watch the NBA give me more time to follow the Panthers go Cats